0: So Pat, Pat and I recently became friends, and something that he told me that he does is every time he has a major win, he goes and he buys this one specific cigar. It's called a a Padron Presidente. Yeah, and uh, when he told me that, I still didn't buy into the concept of celebrating wins. I'm like, you know, grind, grind, grind. Uh, No win is ever big enough sort of mentality. But then just recently, recently, what happened, Pat?
1: with the quit lying to yourself yeah.
0: no 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 the first oh, time you yeah, smoked yeah. one of these with,
1: with, with me and you yeah yeah i had a uh a good client win and i had a good month um won some new business a couple new clients and uh, i got a you know typical it's a, typically a number of clients or uh a certain dollar amount and I'll. yeah i like to treat myself i like to like kind of remind myself why i'm why i'm doing it even if it is just a yeah cigar no backing. but it was
0: so powerful for me yeah i'm telling you it's so silly this That's is awesome. a this is a 25 five dollar cigar yeah it's not like it breaks the bank we're not smoking a thousand dollars right now. We're smoking a 25 five dollar cigar yeah um but it was so powerful for me because you know we, we go to the same spot all the time um yeah. grand crew over in soulard and <clears throat> And we pulled up and, you know, I think he asked me or whatever, hey, are you going to smoke a cigar? So I pull up and he already had one and he hands one to me and I knew what it was. And I was like, oh, this is a celebration. This is a celebration. And it had significance and uh, <clears throat> not to, I mean, it helps a lot yeah. that it's probably the smoothest cigar I've ever it smoked. It
1: is nice it's tough not to have one all the time but that's kind of the that's the thing it's it's kind of nice about it because it's like all right it's, it gives you a little bit of something to work for because like yeah i mean we could smoke 25 dollars cigars every day but kind of ruin the luster but
0: it does I, it does ruin know. it it does ruin it i swear like as soon as that's the first thing that i thought the next day was like i went to go back and, and buy what i typically smoke and I'm like, well, shit, man, I want one of those padrones again. I, don't I want know. one of these. <laughs> I know, I know. But when you hold yourself accountable to uh, nah, I only smoke these when I have something to celebrate, it kind of <laughs> motivates you to work harder. Yeah. And it's such a silly thing. It was that's the thing I think that surprised me the most is the fact that it's only a $25 cigar, but it actually worked really well. Like now I'm like, cool, like, yeah. when when's my next win gonna be so I can smoke one? I gotta hurry up and win some shit.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. I uh I learned that from a couple people. There was a couple people that would like do something special anytime they'd hit like a certain number. Yeah. And it was like, like who? always like uh
0: um like give me an example.
1: My buddy Andy would always say, like, after a big win, when we my buddy Andy and me, we used to trade a little bit in stock and stuff, and Andy went on the bigger and better things in the finance world, and yeah. he would always call it a steak dinner. He's like, All right. He's like, we had a good one, or like if we hit something good on the playing stocks or whatever he's like you know or he gave me a good tip he's like all right you owe me a steak dinner and like that hey. was like the thing it's like oh it's a steak dinner yeah and then like when i was at when i worked at nordstrom if you had like a good month it was like you'd go get you know the oh stuff. yeah go go, go go do something yeah you go do something and yeah. my something was i had that the pair schnooks mm. right next to me and they had
0: your celebration was a fifteen
1: dollars. Bro, I was a young buck, bro. That was. I don't even think you can get lunch anywhere. I don't even think I can get a biscuit next yeah, door for fifteen bucks. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, that was a small win for me. And I was like, you know what? I hit. I hit my number. I was like, I'm gonna go treat myself to a good lunch. Yeah, yeah. Instead of like a Greek yogurt. Yeah, yeah. In the fridge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um. Well, dude.
0: First of all, thanks for being on. Um been wanting to get you on here for a little while uh the reason why we're smoking these is because we finally um released the uh the quit lying yourself stuff man yeah um and obviously you were a huge part of that in fact i would you know say the quit lying yourself was was mostly your idea uh for those of you that don't know um we recently here at omen just released a limited edition roast it's a naturally processed indonesia and um And a limited edition t-shirt that is essentially, it's so funny. It's a, it's, I wish I was wearing it actually, but it's a, it's a picture of a man administering a lie detector test on himself. Uh, And then there's just, there's text over it that says, quit lying to yourself. And this whole thing was like basically, you know, Pat's creation. And and I'm so pumped about it. I'm so, it's a sick, it's a sick t-shirt. It turned out so good um And so we've been working hard on this for what, like, what two, three months at least. Two three
1: months, yeah. I mean, we did the shirts. Shirts turned out really good. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it kind of funny how it started. It was just like you were talking about having these shirts. You're like, I got a, i got some black shirts and I got some, some gray real. shirts. I was like, I got some. And black he's like, shirts I need to figure ones. out something to do with them. And we were smoking a cigar on your rooftop. Yeah. And I was like, bro, I'll come up with something. And I'll come up with something. I and I knew you didn't want to like at, at like you know. But I was like, I'll think mm-hmm. of something. Yeah. And like one night, I think we were sitting on my back porch. Yeah. And I was like, I don't know. We were going through. uh We're going through my old YouTube. Old YouTube. We searched. No, we Googled my name. You Googled that's what me because we talked about the other yes, idea, yes. which we won't mention. Yeah. And that <laughs> when you look that up, you're like, oh, here's a podcast. That I was on. That I was on. Yeah. And that was, you the know.
0: podcast was tied. So I was once. Once upon a time, I was asked by uh, Darren Woodson. He was like this ex-Dallas uh, uh, um, Cowboy guy. like He won a couple Super Bowls and whatnot. But he had a podcast and he asked me to come on. And I didn't even know. But when I Googled my name, that podcast was the number one thing that popped up. And that they had titled that podcast, Quit Lying to Yourself. So I was like, oh, that's cool. And then Pat's like, hmm, quit lying to yourself. That's yeah. pretty good. That's pretty good. And then he brings in the next, like the next day or two days later, brings in a picture of me giving a lie detector test to myself. Yeah. And I'm like, bro, that's so fucking yeah.
1: good. Yeah, that's no. so good. I know it worked out well because usually I get asked all the time to put people's heads on other people you know really They're like oh people oh yeah people know i know photoshop and they're like hey can you put so-and-so's face on this person doing something you know fucked up i don't mm. know you know i'm like yeah but i was like i went to your page and i was like damn i got there's so many photos of you on your instagram i was like i was like i could i can really easily pull this off and like i was going through all these old photos of people doing um, polygraphs. Yeah, because I was lo- originally looking for a polygraph machine. I was like, you know what? I was like, I can find this a really a, a, like a vintage polygraph. I was like, this be kind of cool. So I love, I love old retro tech and stuff. Yeah. And then I saw this picture of these two dudes giving each other, uh, you or know, a polygraph, give, giving, giving a other. polygraph, and I was like, yo, this is kind of dope. And I was like, uh, "Let me go online and see what kind of photos I can find a mark that actually fits the way these guys are facing, because that's the trick. You got to find a like this guy's facing the left. You got to find a photo of somebody facing the left, and yeah, you know, kind of fit within it. And uh, I actually like after going through, and I was like, "All right, another, dude, it worked like, I, perfect. It worked out really well. It and I was perfect. like, usually like I only got like one or two photos I'm dealing with of somebody's like headshot, but I was like." Luckily, like you yeah. had a whole plethora of photos where I was like, oh, this head's not turned, you know, but yeah. it, it worked out so well that I was like, yeah, this is it.
0: Yeah, it went well. We, uh, the I message did. was great. Yeah, we released like, them. And, uh, and honestly, yeah, we've sold, a, we've sold a bunch of shirts. We showed, sold a bunch of bags. Um, but honestly, the thing that I'm most excited about with the release was the, uh, was the super exclusive, the prints. um, uh, Dude, they they came out so good, didn't they?
1: I really did. I think it. Yeah, I think when we were. So Pat's
0: is the type of
1: creative
0: that that he like collects prints and shit. Like I went to his house and his office and stuff. You go on, he's got these prints framed and and posters framed, things that are created by some of you know artists that he really likes and looks up to. Yeah. So we created these like really nice prints. I don't even know how to describe them. Um, turned out so good but like the poster board is like really sturdy they're not they're not yeah. laser printed like 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 these things didn't run it's through like a lithograph.
1: machine it's like screen print lithograph yeah. style like
0: stamped you know yeah. layered with different inks yeah. and stuff yeah yeah, yeah. they're it's they're good. really nice yeah it's
1: good i was really happy with the final like turnout yeah i was like i couldn't have been anymore and
0: we only well we only created 23 of those so we we did 500 bags of coffee 200 t-shirts um and we won't ever um run this this bag of coffee again we won't ever make more t-shirts um but and so those are those are exclusive kind of in and of themselves but these prints these prints are what we were thinking like okay if we continue to do this long term like We kind of want to leave a paper trail of like collector's items, if you will. You know?
1: Yeah. Oh, absolutely. That would be the goal is to like. Wow.
0: And those prints are so nice. Those prints are so nice. So I picked 20 people on the first day of sales that placed orders that day to just randomly, uh, you know, send them out to those people. And, And honestly, I picked all from people who bought the combo. Yeah. Like anybody that bought everything. Yeah. They bought the bag. They bought the, the shirt because they're clearly invested <laughs> in the concept. I
1: was cracking up yeah. by how many people were like, while we were in there signing them, mm-hmm. they're like, How can I get one? Yeah, how much are those? I was like, can I buy a print? No, these are for sale. I was like, no, they're not for sale. And they're like, what? I was like, you got to buy the combo online.
0: I know, and I I felt bad because I
1: wanted to give that Janice Janice one. I I know she was really kind and sweet about it. She's like, those are nice.
0: Those are real. I was like, yeah. I was like, I know. She said how much, and I'm like, oh, they're not for sale. She's like, I'll buy one Mm -hmm. right now, and I'm like, huh yeah how, how much you got
1: <laughs> yeah i was like then my head started spinning i was like damn maybe we should have uh, uh came out with a small maybe smaller versions yeah
0: you know i was thinking this morning how did how did i don't even remember how we how we ended up connecting because we've sort of just become friends since omen open right
1: yeah well um i think i ran into you damn this cigar is so good i know it hits <laughs> the spot it's a this and a cup of coffee it doesn't get any better <laughs> if I could start every morning, like this, that'd be the goal. Um, I, I ran into you at Grand Crew. You were picking up cigars for somebody.
0: Yeah. One night. One yeah. Night it was that, you and Grace. Yeah.
1: And I, and I, I talked to you. I out, remember that. I talked to you outside. Cause I think we linked up me and Grace and you linked up on Instagram. I added yes. both of you You guys added me back. And, uh, I think that's when, right around when you started talking about omen a little bit that
0: was right when i was getting ready to do it yeah Yeah.
1: and i messaged you about it and you're like yo i'm gonna open blah 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 and i was like yeah dope man i'll be there yeah and then um yeah it worked out that i'm just over in this neighborhood on a daily basis yeah it did it did but that was
0: like honestly months and months there was like months where we didn't where i didn't see you and we didn't really speak and I can't remember if it's like when Omen opened and you just started popping in.
1: I started, I think one or, I think a couple days I started sitting in here. I told myself, I was like, I got a nice little office at the house. Um, And I was like, yo, I got to get out of the house. Yeah, sometimes you got to get out of the house. You know, and I was like, and then um, I think I told you that we'll link up. For a cigar, maybe?
0: Yeah, I think it was because that's where I saw you. We kept yeah. on every time I saw you for like
1: because I was walking down there and I was like, I always forget to message people when yeah. I go down there. And mm-hmm. I was like, all right, I was like, I'm gonna keep messaging this dude. And then I I think I think the one time I was like, I was like, yo, I came down, and then one time you were like, yo, I'm down here you're, And I was like, no, I'm not down and there. Busy, and I was, and I was like, man, you're doing this on fucking purpose. Yeah. You're trying to dodge me. And you were like, no, I'm not. I was like, I'm trying to link up, and yeah. I'm like. So we finally linked up, I think, the one time. When, yeah, yeah, and now
0: yeah. we smoke cigars almost every day. It's cool, yeah. man.
1: Yeah. It, it it really is
0: cool. I'm so grateful that that, that worked out. I don't know. I don't I know am how, too, man. But I was reflecting on it this morning like, man, it just kind of came out of nowhere. Pat just came into my life at a time when, um, when honestly, I was like trimming the fat in my life. Like, I yeah. was getting rid of some friends. Yeah. I was, you know, sort of. Um, just stepping away or distancing myself from some relationships that had been taking up a lot of space in my life so there was like this new space and then people like you you know like yeah. jack connor rock all these guys you have sort of james have sort of filled the space sense but you were the first one honestly like when we yeah. met when we met i was in a in a lonely spot
1: well brother i was in the i mean i went through the same thing i think just a couple months before yours yeah and i was like i trimmed the fat and i'm just sitting here like a fillet I'm <laughs> like, like a fillet i'm lean like damn, a mother- <laughs> lean as a motherfucker And i'm just like damn bro i was like i think i was like i'm 33 34 i'm like man i got to go find a new friend group i'm like i'm like i'm really pulling teeth with some people and you know uh, I'm but like- you
0: you're good at i oh, in the men's group we talk about how making you know, making friends as an adult is kind of hard, but you're good at it. You, you, you're just yeah. like, yo, let me go do jujitsu. I mean, I'll get, I'll me, try. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll try it. <laughs> I'll try it. Yeah. I'll, you man. started showing up to the run group. Yeah. You know?
1: yeah, That helped. Too. Looking like a, Bruh, <laughs> like a locomotive. <laughs> so, I, so I told Jack, little jack took off on me bro you you
0: looking like a locomotive when you first came but now Uh, you can
1: run it no i'm good i'm i'm staying in that like top five so i feel good (laughs) about myself jack i'm
0: gonna catch his ass oh uh, man you're uh you're from st louis right born and raised born and raised but not we're, just st louis I
1: grew up in Sular.
0: soulard i knew you were gonna say that you're uh, like, no, I'm, I'm from st louis i'm from soulard that's right uh like the you, you rub soulard so hard from vincent's this hat you're wearing. oh yeah
1: i always got a vincent's hat vincent's i got i got Martin. one of these in like every color i think yeah
0: <laughs> grand crew is this is the Grand Cruise, the smoke shop that uh, or the the cigar lounge that that Pat and I hang out at yeah. most days. Um, and they've got me. They they sink their teeth in. Yeah. But then also, you know what else from Soulard that Pat's put me on to, because he he just drives me there, is uh there's a steakhouse over in Soulard oh, yeah. called Tucker's. Oh, yeah. yeah. he's like, Oh, you ain't never been to Tucker's? Oh, you're missing out. That's the right. best cheap steak in St. Louis. One of
1: the best cheapest steaks <laughs> that you can. I'm
0: telling Dude, you. Tucker's what hits. Is that, a cowboy, a
1: cowboy I don't even know. A, for a, like, yeah, it's a cowboy ribeye, and it's like.
0: You get a big ribeye for like 30 bucks. It like with a twice-baked
1: potato fully loaded. <laughs> but a pizza. I, I know. I mean, that's the one place where I'll order a pizza over, over a, a steak. <laughs> that night where all five of y'all got a steak, and you yeah. looked at me, I'm like, yeah, pepperoni and sausage. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, are you for real? I'm like, yeah, 100% I'm for real.
0: Yeah. That's crazy. That pizza is fire. Though. That I did good. circle back and try it. Yeah. Pat, Pat's Pat reps, Soulard super hard. Um, in fact, the, the, um, the, the release photos, like the, we did a photo shoot in Vincent's market. Vincent's market is the market that, um,
1: it's on my street I grew up on.
0: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah it's on, yeah. well, it's on self 12th and which we gotta, we gotta circle back to that. Um, but it's this little like old New York style bodega yeah. that's in the middle of Sular, which yeah. I've never been there. I never even heard of it. It's a hidden it. gem, man. I'd never even heard of it.
1: Bro, it's a hidden gem.
0: But for those of you that saw the photos that we um, that we posted online for the Quit Lying Yourself line, it, that bodega that we're in, that's Vincent's Market. That's the hat that Pat <laughs> yeah. wears like almost every day. So.
1: yeah. I had one on in that shoot too. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that, that's probably why they let us get away with yeah, it. Yeah. Honestly, we, we, we I bought a couple fillets. Yeah. <laughs> we start grabbing stuff once we started getting some weird looks. It like, was so awkward. I'm not gonna lie. We're, I was like, we're either are gonna get booted or they're just gonna like.
0: People they, are looking at us from both ends of the aisle. Like, what are these guys? And it's just, small in we there. Go it's into, snug. We go into the coffee <laughs> section with our own bags of coffee, you know, and start putting them on the shelf. Right. Uh, dude, that shit was late. And then all of a sudden, Pat, I think he felt the same thing I felt. Because I was like, man, if we don't actually buy something in here, these people are getting ready to kick us out. Yeah. So you go over to the butcher.
1: Let me get two of them fillets right yeah, there. I'm like, yeah, I'm like, what's on special? And he's like, all right, cool. And he's still watching us. And I was like, all right, let me get two fillets, some yeah. ski, and some Pop-Tarts. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That was a sick. That was a sick, honestly, the ski
0: added so much to the photos. It really did. It's gra- I'm glad that we did that because it's a, It's like a local thing. yeah. I really yeah. am glad that we did that. We did it in Vincent's. We yeah. bought some skis. Ski. Those are in the photos. Right. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah. I love my ski. Dude. Um, It turned so, out good.
0: Yeah. No, dude, it it turned out really good. And then uh, you mentioned that you grew up on that street. That street's called South 12th. right? Yeah. Um, which is the weirdest spelled word in the, really in the whole is. English fucking I, language. I
1: didn't learn. I didn't. I really learned the hard way when people started writing checks. Yeah. And we, every check came back. Spelt different, yeah, yeah, yeah. You would they cash <laughs> him? And my guy at PNC was like, "Yo," <laughs> I was like, "I know, man."
0: <laughs> so Pat has a like, com- <laughs> Pat has a he named his company. Um, he's a he's a he's a design guy. Yeah, he specializes. Do you, know, you want to tell everybody what you specialize in? And-
1: yeah, um, I specialize in branding um, and identity design. That's that's the fancy lingo verbiage yeah. in my industry, but realistically, um you know to the root of the fruit i start with logos 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 and marks build from there yeah word marks that's kind of where i start and then usually if if that's an area that's lacking then usually um, everything else is lacking yeah. so if i can work with a client in there and it gives me a lot of you know room to branch out and other things from you know Get yeah a,
0: your logo is your tree trunk and the yeah name, and the name yeah it's the tree trunk and yeah. then all the branches grow from yeah, there your, your Yeah, one
1: branch is a business card your other branch is a email signature the next big branch is probably a website or your social media you know and yeah, yeah, yeah. you know maybe it's photography and then you know dude but copy. You're,
0: you've got such a unique style it's yeah. it's, it's 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 fucking nasty um, yeah, but you ended up naming your company South 12.
1: Yeah, that's where I grew up. I grew up there uh, and it's
0: spelled T W E L F T H Elf. None of you guys, none of you yeah. guys listening right now knew it was spelled that way.
1: Yeah. <laughs> I I don't think even <laughs> I I was like man I kind of semi regret this
0: <laughs> but yeah, it's because people are gonna but, write checks wrong forever
1: yeah I know I was just like man and that was back in the day when I now now it's you know I hit them with the square invoice so
0: yeah yeah, yeah. just <laughs> not okay. have to worry then yeah. they
1: just pay tap to pay but bam back in the day I used to get so many phone calls like how do you spell twelve <laughs> they're like is it really with the th I'm like yeah it's in there it's in there at the end <laughs> The th- <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, you gotta sound it out. <laughs> yeah.
0: Dude, you know, um, yeah, I guess since we're, we're talking about you, uh, you know, growing up in Sular, both of your parents uh, were incarcerated, at least from what I've gathered. We've only yeah. been friends for a couple months. Um, so like, what I was thinking about is like, how did you end up being such a straight arrow you know, you, you, you come from what Italian family, right? Yeah, yeah. And yeah, dad, my, you know, your dad went to federal prison, your mom federal prison or state? Yeah,
1: yeah she federal. As federal well. both. Yeah, yeah, they did it two different times. They wanted to spread things out just to make the challenge just to make it harder. <laughs> yeah, just to make it a little bit harder. <laughs> they said you do it your first half of your life and your second half, which was fine because uh yeah, so that's how I ended up with my with my grandparents. My grandparents were great. They kind of stepped up. And, um, so you
0: were raised the whole time by your grandparents basically.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Um, I would say right around two, my father went in. Yeah. Um, but they were, I mean, my father was very involved, um, with me, you know, you you went and visited them. Yeah. Always. Yeah. Always. You know, I always had my dad's friends would drive me up or, uh, my grandma would make the drive up when it was a little bit closer, Further in to his, you know, his bed. term, yeah, yeah his bid, he was, uh, he was a little bit closer, it would have made it easier, but, uh, you know, my aunts, my uncles, my dad's good friends, um, would always, you know, make the effort, yeah, to, to pick me up and drive yeah. them. It was great, you know. My dad had some really good loyal friends, um, but yeah, my he would always call, so I was, I was very fortunate there, even at a distance. My dad was, you know, um very adamant about staying he didn't you know kind of
0: he wanted to be involved he wanted to be
1: involved as much as he could like i even crack up looking back at it like my dad like would even like as a kid like if i'd go in there i could tell like he wanted to like keep tabs on me and he'd like check and see if my ears were clean and really shit like that, <laughs> you know, like, you know, it's like n- that, nit- nitpick little things on me, but it was his way of, you know, keep keeping his thumb on me. And he, he'd call often or send letters or, uh, my dad was actually like t- a talented artist as well. Yeah. And I don't know where this book ended up. Um, probably one of my crackhead relatives lost it, but, um, there was envelopes he would draw on the envelopes. And I had this collection of envelopes of like a lot of my dad's artwork.
0: Yeah, the letters he would send, he'd he draw,
1: draw on the front of them and then, you yeah. know, and I had this collection of all these artworks and yeah. that and bandanas and stuff. Is that yeah. where
0: you're artistic, you know? Yeah,
1: actually, you know, the one good thing I get from my mother who was really whatever, um, she was artistic as well. Um she yeah and she pursued it she pursued it for a while she was actually a fine artist for a while um she was good she was like very talented multi-talented what's, artist. Fi-
0: what's a fine artist
1: where they like paint draw you know and like now they consider like what i like if you went to school for like painting and whatnot and charcoal and you know they would consider that's a fine arts degree got it got mine, it mine what i'm in now Which I thought would be like a more, you know, lucrative or more sustainable lifestyle as a digital art. Got it. And that was kind of why I went there. But like, you know, and also it's kind of funny is my grandfather, the one thing like my family owned a a grocery store in Soulard. That's kind of why they were in Soulard. Um, It's called Antonio's Produce. But my grandpa's favorite thing to do was we had these big windows. Now it's Riley's Flower Shop. It's a cool flower shop um big windows big glass you know windows. what
0: it's cool but their flowers are
1: expensive as yeah, fuck. they're pricey <laughs> they are <laughs> yeah. but they're but you know what like i go in there for pure nostalgia and like i go in there and like i can re- see the windows like in my head like my grandfather every day would go out and he had like all these coffee mugs and he had his paint brushes and he had the paint in the coffee mugs and he'd wrap them up, and he'd come out there with, like, a little uh, milk cradle, all his coffee mugs with paint in it. And he would paint, like, bananas, two for a dollar, tomatoes, $3 On the windows? a pound. Yeah. yeah. And that was his favorite thing to do. And my grandpa was, like, little little old Italian guy, you know, old school. And uh, everybody knew, don't mess with, his name was Joe. They're like, don't mess with Joe when he's painting. Yeah. That's his favorite thing to do. Don't go out there and bother him. Yeah. So like, I remember as a kid, like seeing my grandpa, even with like the big fat Sharpies, you know, writing the signs that you'd hang up in the store that you'd see on like the clothes pin, yeah. you know, and like those back in the day, I can remember the smell of those fucking Sharpies. Cause them things were nasty. Yeah. <laughs> they were even stronger back then. Yeah. And you know, that's what he would do. And I would watch him, and like, he'd show me how to do it and like, you know, how to, you know why the two is bigger and why the zeros are smaller and like how you draw attention to the $2 for, you know, this. And he, he'd talk about that. I was actually like really intrigued by that as a kid, you know, and like my grandpa was in my life till I was about seven or eight. But like, while, while my, my father was gone, my grandfather stepped up and he was a big, a big role in my life. And, um, you know, and so was my, my grandmother, um, that's you know? awesome. So, yeah, I, I had two really good traditional people that lived kind of like an old school lifestyle. I think my grandpa, they said, had a fourth grade education, but like ran a very successful you Know, yeah, pretty much started out as a produce store, then it turned into a grocery store. But yeah, it's a very, very successful businessman. And, um, That's you know, sick. and he was isn't just isn't your dad
0: pretty savvy too?
1: Yeah, he is, he is. Yeah, and my my dad actually um, learned the produce business from my grandfather, you got know. It. And my grandfather and my dad got along great. They're were, they were really, uh, was that
0: your mom's parents? Or yeah, dad's my parents? mom's parents, yeah. Oh, wow, yeah,
1: yeah, 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 they but got both, along both really well. Your parents well. are Italian. No, my dad's actually Hungarian, Got it. which is not far from Italy and Europe. Not far off Balkans and whatnot. So yeah, so it's all right in there. Actually, the flag is like it's Italy's flag is green, white, and red vertically, and Hungary's flag is green, white, and red horizontally. Got so it. So it's actually kind of. So your neat. dad be like,
0: "Ah, eh, same thing. <laughs> yeah, same thing.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah." <laughs> so, so who, who, um. I'll ask you a two part question. One is, is, do you have any one like designer that's like one of your, like your, your top inspiration? And then two, there's a guy that you actually told me about. Um, and I'd like to talk a little bit about his, about what he does, the aim, aim Leon Dior. Dior. Um, but yeah, like who, who's your, your top, you know, maybe somebody that you are most inspired by to do what you do.
1: There's two people. Um, there's two people, and they both, one, studied under. So the first guy that I, I really fell in love with was a guy named uh, Massimo Vignelli, and he was a, he was a he was also Italian, so I kind of liked that. And yeah. Him and his wife, Layla, they both were a really good team, and um, he was known for his logo design and branding before they really called it branding. They just, you know, just called it design design. Yeah. And he was like a very blunt, straightforward kind of guy. And, um, I love his style. He used the same five fonts. I have like pretty much a book. It's called the Vignelli Canaan. And it was pretty much like, this is if you work for him, this is what you did. Yeah. You don't deviate. This is the blueprint. Yeah. You apply this to anybody you're working with. And, you know, like one of my favorite logos that he designed was the old American Airlines logo. And it was like one of the longest that standed the two A's. Really? That with the eagle. In yeah. the Yeah. And it was just it's beautiful and it lasted forever. And like when they changed it, actually, a lot of people were like, eh, it's kind of like, they <laughs> yeah, like the older one. It. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, I really I really love uh, some of that some of his work but uh yeah man he, he and I and I'm kind of the same way I kind of use like the same five or six fonts and I know some of my co-workers and some of the people I work with they can already like guess they're like hey what font did you use on that logo and like my friend Mallory be like Patrick probably used Gotham or Helvetica or and I'm like god damn I know she knows yeah she knows um but yeah, they that they're like big inspiration. And in, what was kind of cool back then is like a lot of those guys did. Um, they did like furniture design. They did some architectural design. They were kind of like a lot of it was before like computers took off. Was, a lot of it was like a handed craft. Like yeah. you could. There's some pictures you'll see of guys like in the back in the day. Um, at the agency that he he worked at it was called almost said Unigroup, I don't know if it's Unigroup. I'll look it up. Unisomething. Unimark, I think, is what it was. Um, They would make the logos out of, like, they'd take foam, a sheet of foam, and they'd actually cut them and sand them into the shapes. Oh, that's sick. And that's how they would, like, sometimes come up with these, like, designs. Yeah. You know, and then from there, they'd take it you know, from concept or prototype to paper and yeah and make it come to life. But yeah, it it was beautiful. And uh my my favorite story, cause like they, they showed like there was there was a lot of salesmanship and a lot of hustle it took back in the day. And uh they sold Henry Ford. It's like my favorite graphic design story. It was just him and his wife and they were selling design. They they landed a you know a, an opportunity with Ford. Yeah. And um, he had a he had this big office, and it was, but it was just him and his wife. So to make it look like they were really, like, doing some shit, like some real high-level scientific shit, you know, when they wanted Ford to come there, they wanted them to be wowed. They all wore these white, like, mocks, like smocks, like a, yeah. like a doctor wears. Like, well, a smocks, like a some wo-
0: artists wear smocks, too. Yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. For paint and yeah, cover yeah. themselves. But like, this was like, kind of like first it's ever seen. So they were like, they hired, they had a bunch of their friends come in. None of them did design. Yeah. And they just had them fill up the office and they were all wearing these like white lab coats and like, ford walked in and they were like oh shit man these people are really doing something and they're like you know they got <laughs> yeah. friends over there probably guys gluing shit to the table he <laughs> <doing. laughs> working with safety scissors another guy and then you know yeah you know and i was like i i love that story but they ended up selling ford on a on they, rebranding they and it. i was like i love that because i was like man that showed that that was like it was a two-person show which I love that model. And they were able to land Ford and they used a little bit of hustle. Cause I always believe you gotta be a little bit of hustler in this world to make it. Yeah to you know to pull this off yeah, they yeah use yeah. their friends And the the lab coat thing was hilarious i as thought little, it was like a great
0: i was a little razzle dazzle I, yeah
1: <laughs> yeah so i i use kind of like my own like lab coat is i i i leave this uh every once in a while i'll put on i got this black turtleneck that i leave by my desk really and yeah and I, if i know i got something coming up where somebody's coming into the office or if i gotta like you know happen to they let me sit in on a pitch um Throw the black turtleneck. I on. put on the black turtleneck, and I got these computer. <laughs> I got my my blue blue light blocker glasses that I will wear <laughs> that are clear, and I call it. It's my. Uncle Rico meets Steve Jobs vibe. You know, Uncle Rico <laughs> from Napoleon Dynamite, he's, like, sitting there in that chair like this with that turtleneck on. <laughs> and that's actually, like, my, my LinkedIn photo is, like, me like this, and it's a total joke. Really? Yeah, it's but it, it like, really hits right in between, like, Steve Jobs with his turtleneck meets Uncle Rico because I'm not really that serious of a guy, but everybody that sees that photo, they're like, they're like, are you for real? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, real? I'm not – but I kind of am because I'm I'm at least good at what I do. Mm-hmm. Now you know but that's like Steve Jobs. Uncle Rico could throw a football over the mountains over there. You yeah. know, but, <laughs> I don't know if he could, but yeah. you know, but in, in my could, yeah. in my field, I think I can throw a football over the mountains. Yeah. You know? So who is the other guy besides that guy uh, with his wife? Um, Michael Beirut, and he actually worked under Massimo at an agency. Um, And now he's the head of like what I consider the best agent one of the best agencies in the world called Pentagram. And like they're the they're the real deal. Like a lot of people go to them for the big rebrands. Really? Yeah. There's like two or three big ones and like Pentagram's one of them. So so he worked under them and he learned from Massimo and he's got like a ton of good stories. So like most of the books on my shelf are either like Michael Beirut, Pentagram, or like Massimo and uh and he's in it and Layla and they're always like in it and Got he it. learned from them and like he took what he learned from them and like branched out and like I love the story because like the dynamic of them of the relationship with the Massimo and Layla is like Layla was like kind of the salesperson, and like it kind of reminds me about my relationship because I give a lot of my like sales credit to Cece. Yeah, Cece is an uh, extraordinary hustler. salesperson, hustler. She is like when I got questions about sales stuff or follow up stuff or email stuff, like I go to Cece, and Cece knows exactly. How aggressive to be, which I don't know if she has another dial, but she doesn't she, have any other dial. She doesn't dials. have it. other her dials. I dial. like, all aggressive yeah, all day. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so she's great, and I go to her, and that's like who I kind of lean on, and um, I, I love her for that because she she uh, she pushes me, you know, yeah. in my it, where I lack is is like I'm. Um, she's a dog. She is. You're, you're, you're you're like partially aggressive from time to time. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But not in the same way. Mm -hmm. Like you're not, you're not a money motivated person. Like you like nice things and you're going to have to make money in order to, you know, in order to, to get the things you want. Like, like one of the things he talks about often is like a Porsche 911. I hear him talk about that. You you know what I mean? You can't get, you ain't going to get the base model either. Mm -mm. You're going to go there and get the nice one. So you're motivated by material things to a certain degree, but CC yeah. is a dog. She
1: is. She, <laughs> she is, is And that's, what's great about her is like, when I'm feeling like I don't have the dog in me, I go to her. She's got it. And she's always got it. She's always got that card ready. And then she pushes me in the right, right direction. So I, I do accredit her. And honestly, like she pushed me back into graphic design. Like she was like the one that one of the few people that really, really supported me. Yeah. Cause you know, like, you know, it's a, it's hard
0: to get anything going, yeah. but it's particularly hard to get that going because as a business owner, you know, what I mean, people come to me and th- there's two things that I just don't ever want to hear about. I don't ever want to hear about, you know, spending thousands of dollars on something that doesn't necessarily provide a measurable yeah. ROI. Yeah. And then yeah, the other a, thing is a sales, you know, online sales, you know. It's a
1: tricky sale, man.
0: It, it, it's just a tricky sale because you just you have a finite amount of money and you're like, man, could I buy more inventory or do i buy this logo
1: it's something that definitely gets neglected i would say like our industry is probably one of i i I could probably be biased because i'm in it but it's definitely it's hard it's a hard sell unless you're dealing with people that really value it and have seen the success by putting money into it early i always say you know, if you inject good design early into a business, it's it's more likely to, yeah. in success. Yeah, because in the
0: beginning, people are more so buying your yeah. message and yeah. your brand than they are your product because yeah. you're just getting started.
1: And a lot of people try to go back and rectify that mistake. Like maybe they happen to be semi-successful or very successful. And they're like, all we right, right, we're, we're one or two years in and we got a little bit of budget. And it's yeah. like, let's go back and try to right all our wrongs. And then they have like this, oh, fuck moment where they're like, Shit, this is on more stuff than I thought. Like, yeah. and I'm like, yeah, man. Like, if we would have just knocked this out in the beginning, it have been better. It's been better. It'd been a cheaper fix. Now you got to go back and let's say you got, you know say you're in lawn care and you got your trucks wrapped well now you gotta go get each truck rewrapped that could be anywhere from a thousand to two thousand dollars to get a truck rewrapped you yeah. gotta you know get signage posters business yeah, cost cards more, you cost know, more like, yeah you gotta to go and rectify all those bad decisions you made just because of You know,
0: then if you would have invested in the invested
1: in the beginning, which would have even been cheaper in the beginning. Yeah. So, you know, I always try to educate people on that. And it's like I said, man, and now in this world now with like all these online resources where cheap people can go online and you can get. Five dollar logo on this side, and ten dollar this. You can spend a
0: hundred dollars and get five hundred logo options. No,
1: yeah, man. I mean, I remember back in the day, Yellow Pages used to give you a free website if you signed up and just did Yellow Pages. Wow. Yeah, and these people are investing in Yellow Pages and not their website. Just think about how crazy that is. (laughs) I, you know what I mean? Like, bro, I can't remember <laughs> when I was a kid, we used yellow pages. And the re my my grandma had the same yellow page book, bro. And if we were like gonna order an emos pizza, you'd have to go to the yellow pages and go in there and look up, you know, where you where where grandma had a bookmark yeah. in there for where the emos was and you go in there or you got you know, like, dude, we don't it doesn't operate like that anymore. But it was so crazy because like I remember my my first first gig in the marketing world. And, like, we were competing with Yellow Pages. People were like, yeah, man. I mean, pages yellow Pages will do the website for yeah, free. Yeah, Yellow Pages is going to do the website for free. And I'm going to name my business. You know, so I saw there's so many businesses called AAA. Because everybody thought, uh, oh, I'm going to be I'm gonna be first. First in the Yellow A, Pages. A, A, A. Uh, <laughs>
0: I'm like, <laughs> whoo. Yeah, you're intelligent. Mind blown. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and
1: I, and I got, and you know, it's funny, like, you know, I got some friends, their family's very successful in the plumbing business and they they're, they're triple A. Triple plumbing. Yeah, <laughs> yeah triple uh, general construction or general plumbing. Now I every forgot. time, I never thought of that. Now but every
0: time I see a triple business, why. I'm going to, I'm going to be Because like,
1: they were like, they're always wanted to come up first and that was like yeah. their way. And I was, uh, I was always joking with my buddy's dad and I was like, yeah, I'm going to start a plumbing company and we're going to call it quadruple A. <laughs> and he's like, That's a horrible name.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's funny. Yeah, Um, Dude, I want to actually, so I asked you about your two favorite designers, but there's this one guy, I don't know, what's his name? Teddy DeSantis. Teddy DeSantis, who is somebody that you also brought to my attention. And this guy in particular, just, he's become a huge inspiration to me since you brought him to my attention. It's interesting because the guys, I don't know anything about him actually. Yeah. but from what I gather, he's a design guy that opened a coffee shop in New York.
1: Yeah. And did did he have the coffee shop first? I, I believe or? he had the coffee shop first. Um, ALD for short, aim Leon Dorr. I'm sure I'm butchering the name it's, to a certain yeah, it's, extent. It's
0: aim it, Leon Dory. Yeah. yeah.
1: And um, yeah, I learned about him. I had a couple friends that live in New York, and one girl in particular, she uh she works at Prada and I worked with her when I was at Nordstrom, but she was always taking pictures of the cups. And I was like, what is this place? And I guess it was close to like where she worked at Prada. Um, and she was like, yo, it's a coffee shop around the corner from us. And she's like, ALD. She's like, everybody goes in here and like, everything was like really clean. And like, you know, obviously like New York is like one of those places that is like a decade ahead of everybody Everybody. and aesthetic, you know, and a lot of big agencies up there and blah, blah, blah. So I started looking into it and I was like, oh, it's a pretty cool coffee shop. And then, you know, me being a sneaker person, he came out with, uh, he kind of hit it big with New Balance, with the collab. Yeah, he did this New Balance collab, and then I started seeing it a lot there, and I was like, "Oh, these New Balances are dope." And then uh, I made the correlation. I was like, "Oh shit, this is the guy from
0: yes, yeah, from the coffee from, shop. from the coffee
1: shop." I mean, he was just running merch. This is so out of out of a coffee shop. Yeah, this and- is so
0: crazy. This guy owns a coffee shop in New York. And I don't know where he's at relative to like the fashion district or whatever, but I know that you you mentioned the Pradas right right there. So yeah. there's got to be a couple other because anywhere yeah. there's a Prada in New York, yeah. there's also a Louis V, a Gucci, and yeah, whatever yeah. around it, right? So yeah. he's got to be somewhere around some some high fashion stores, and he he has a coffee shop, and he starts he starts doing streetwear merch, but then it gets so popular that yeah. fucking New Balance wants to do New a Balance collab wants with him. Guy
1: up, yeah. And he's and got a hit. coffee shop. This guy it, it was a banger. Like he kind of like No, brought, it is
0: a banger. Those he, New Balances are everywhere. Yeah,
1: everywhere. They're hard to get and like I'll never forget it because like he's got like this vintage retro style which I love vintage yeah. retro shit. And yeah, and like I was just like I made that connection. I was like, man, that is so fucking cool that this guy Able was able to out of his coffee shop that was also very aesthetically pleasing start pumping his own merch. And then ended up doing, you know, collabs with other big brands. Yeah. Through no. a coffee shop no, as it, the root, it's you know, in, it's kind it, of, kind of wild, but you but know, that, but
0: now he's, I I believe, and I've seen this, I've, I've dug a little bit about him online. I think he's the number, there's, there's number of places that have called him the number where streetwear design, yeah. oh, the number yeah, one, hot. number one streetwear designer in the world. Yeah. And it's, this is a guy that started just making merch for his coffee shop. Yep. So I, I, I've been I've been super inspired. And then this this quit lying to yourself release yeah. that we just did, it was kind of like me being like, well, you know, I, I'm a, a chance. Big, I think I've told yeah. you. I mean, similar to your story about um the guy who did the collab with um with Ford, you know, yeah. when you saw that, it 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 let you know like, man, a two person operation can land a a whale like yeah. Ford, right? Yeah. Well like I'm a big fan of like biographies for the same reason cuz I like to read about people who have like had massive impacts on the world or on history or whatever they they they've done something single-handedly and it's like when you read a biography you realize that these people cuz you read about the early years and usually everybody's early years are the same they 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 struggle a little bit they fail they go through some things you know and then they become whoever they become as an adult and it always humanizes like bigger than life achievements or 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 people for me But like when I heard about this guy, I'm like, man, if this dude can do that, we could do something very similar. And I don't know of anybody else. I don't know. I don't I've never seen that. He's the only person that I've ever seen make it big. And and I was in this in this in this period of time when you and I first started hanging out where I'm like still creating the biggest vision that I can for Omen. And I was saying to myself, I was pretty certain like I know that most coffee shops when they get to a certain point selling coffee and they they're asking themselves, how do we, how do we grow this company and this brand? You know, usually the first knee jerk reaction is they'll just add food. And then they, you know, they sort of abandon their roots as a coffee shop and yeah. they become a cafe, yeah. but, but they, they do it almost because they feel like they have to, in order to drive more revenue. And I was like, man, I'm not, I didn't do this for the revenue. I really want to grow a brand. And yeah. so you told me about him and I'm like, man, that's it. That's yeah. how you do it. That's yeah. It. Think about this. This guy has people wearing his coffee shop merch all over the world. Yeah. And he's selling. I went on the website. There was like, you know, these shackets are really popular right now. I like yeah. them, yeah, you know, yeah. is like a thicker button up. He has those on there like $400, $500 yeah. for
1: for for a shirt. $100 ashtrays. For, uh, the
0: ashtray, $100. He's got lighters, ashtrays, matches. Yeah, matches. Uh, dude. I mean, the guy is just matches. dude.
1: It's awesome. You can so, sell matches to people.
0: Yeah, and so you know, I'm not a design guy, but I know that you are, and you're really into streetwear. And so we we did a collab. You know, your South 12th and 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 my brand here with the quit line yourself. But I he's got me thinking. When every time I look at his shop, I'm like, man, this thing could be so big because his thing is like, you know, these vintage looking n- new stuff that looks vintage. But I'm. But our quit lying yourself obviously has a message behind it. A lot of what I've done for the past five years has just been pushing all kinds of messaging. Yeah. Um. And so yeah, I'm. I'm inspired, man. I'm inspired. I yeah. want. I want to try to do something like that and and continue to work with South 12th and, um, hopefully create something that that people that's very sought after, just like his. You know. Yeah.
1: I think. I think. I think. There. I think we're kind of like, hitting on the our first crop.
0: Yeah, With that's why I, lying
1: to yourself. Well, when we like, released that,
0: and I'm like looking at people, I'm like, you guys don't even know. This is
1: it. like for me in my head, yeah.
0: like this shit is collector's items. This yeah. is gonna be the beginning. I, I
1: wonder what. I some still of got his- my bag. I, I don't even want to touch that bag. <laughs> I was like desperate for coffee a couple of days, and I was like looking at that bag, and I'm like nah nah that's the first roast <laughs> that's the first roast bag. yeah and you got another roast you know well that's the thing is I was doesn't... like I didn't even want to touch that one I know So I was like well that's actually kind of
0: well he doesn't um he doesn't do that part so we kind of took his concept and and twisted it a little bit his is the vintage My, ours will be like you know everything has a message behind it but then also he doesn't I don't think he focuses much on the coffee side anymore he just has coffee that he roasts yeah. in his shop but like what we did was we we designed a custom bag to go with the release and i think that's a unique twist i really do
1: yeah i think we kind of fell into that one interestingly you know we were like all right like we got these shirts you got some blank shirts let's figure out how to utilize those blank shirts and then we're like all right let's do a roast behind it all right cool let's do a roast and then we were also like I'm like, yo, let's do something else. I was yeah, like, like this we gotta gra- do one more thing. I was like, this graphic turned out so good. I was like, this would be dope. Cause like I love prints, you know, and I love you know posters yeah. and artworks. So I was like, I'd love to do this. And then like, yeah. Then we went out and went out and got that stamp. That stamp we, is hilarious, dude. dude I, I think love it's that nasty though. I'm not really around do. stamping everything <laughs> with that thing. <laughs> I know, I know
0: when you first got it. So so Pat's got this this seal it's like, like a, a seal yeah it's like a stamp but it, it doesn't stamp ink it embosses yeah. things you know so it says south 12th on it so you know he's like how cool would it be we, you have the prints and we could Boom, we could stamp it. looks official. But when it first came in the mail, he's sending me pictures of him
1: stamping shit all over his office. <laughs> yeah. Stamping my calendar. <laughs> Damn dirty napkin.
0: Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So it turned out, man. I, I was actually really excited. I think like seeing the seeing it all collectively like on on my desk in my office was like I had the shirt, the bag, and the print all sitting there. And I was like, oh, you know what? I was like, this really this really came together and, yeah. that, and that's what's cool. Cause like, usually, you know, you work with, you work with some people and like sometimes down the trough and after so many revisions, the idea gets a little bit tainted. No, I didn't
0: get tainted at this all. This didn't
1: get tainted at all. Like really from didn't. start to finish this, like this idea was gold yeah. and like, it just didn't waver did you whatsoever. say you're, you
0: said you were going to um, submit it first i didn't I i'm going to submit it yeah I i'm going to submit know, it for i don't know anything of, about the, the design awards or anything like that yeah
1: yeah man I, I i think it'd be cool to get it out there in the wild and it's not even so much about i mean the exposure is great for business and the awards are nice to you know like to be appreciated you know the appreciation is you know the is really the payment yeah. you know for an artist you know the
0: yeah, when you're a truly a creative, you care more that yeah people really love your work yeah. than you do about, you know, the the, the whatever the dollar amount they say yeah. it's worth.
1: And that, that's honestly like when I when I show when I show concepts, like that's actually my like I love doing concept presentations in person. Yeah. Cause I love to see the reaction. Yeah. And that's almost like that's the dopamine for me right there. When you see the person that like, whether it's like a A small grin or a chuckle or like you could see it you can spot the tells when somebody buys into something they're like
0: oh fuck like yeah this is sick
1: they're like this is like you see the small head nods and you're like oh yeah
0: honestly when i first seen that 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 yeah doctored up photo oh
1: yeah i'm like wait is that me yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) i remember i was sitting at the bar at at omen and i sent it to you on your phone and i was like i'm waiting waiting to see you get the text message and you don't pick up your phone that often while you're at work. No. And I was like, yo, check your phone. I, I sent you over something. You like, got impatient. Fuck yeah, dude. Uh, I was like, you know, cause I'm like, like a kid giving his Christmas, you know, giving his Christmas present you to gonna his open friend. It? You and gonna I'm like, you can open it. I picked this damn thing out. I've been waiting 30 days yeah. since December 1st <laughs> to, you know, give this gift to you. Yeah, no. And then you looked at it and you were like, yeah yeah like, Oh uh, man
0: dude that that thing was sick i'm excited for whatever comes next i have no idea um but i really do I, i'm excited to get working on another one i think it's a cool concept and uh yeah what's next for uh what's next for south 12 you're just now getting your 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 business off off the ground sort of really yeah because you um, work for agencies for yeah i work
1: part part time at some agencies as a contractor um you know i love my team there i got some great people i work with and great people i work for um i got a good relationship there and they give me a lot of freedom to do you know as much side work as i want but you know my ultimate goal is to just be south 12 to be its own brick and mortar yeah Maybe on south 12 3 to 6 per, oh, i'd love i'd love to get a location on south 12 that i'd would love be so it. Sweet. that would that would be the ultimate goal is to be on that street um, I think yeah. that's the coolest part about your
0: style of design for me as a spectator is like, you always have these like subtle, really subtle little details that make it something that you did. Like even yeah. having your business South 12th on yeah. South 12th. Yeah. Like is just yeah, yeah, something yeah. that I wouldn't have thought of. I'm like, yeah. as soon as you mentioned like, Oh, I'm about to start looking for an office space. What'd I say? I'm like, Oh, well, I got an office space. You can yeah, use. Yeah, yeah. You're like, man, man, man. I'm like thinking what's wrong with my office space. And then you're yeah. like, no, I want to find something on cell 12 so I'm like, wow,
1: of yeah. course you
0: do. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, like, I think, uh, like I always tell people, I was like, if there's not like intention behind design, you know, it's going to sound really philosophical, but like if, if there's no intention behind a design, then like the design kind of falls flat. Yeah. Cause like people that just design the design, like, all right, well then there's like, there's nothing that's going to get anybody to connect with you know yeah. and like that's one thing i learned from like you know reading a lot of massimo's books and he says it like very different like design without 10 uh, design without intention is 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 vulgar or you know it's like it's basically what he's saying he's like unintentional design is silly. you know is yeah. silly it doesn't make sense yeah. it's vulgarity, you know? Um, you know, he says that in so many words, but like, that's actually something I've learned to take to heart. Cause like, I always like, you know, like I could come up with something like a good looking logo or a good looking concept or find some great looking photography and, you know, lay some stuff up over it. But I'm like, if there's no meaning behind it or no intention, like that really keeps people from like, lying into the yeah. idea and i think that's what was like hit home so well with the quit lying to yourself was like when people noticed it was like oh shit that's mark giving mark you know a polygraph test and the message is quit lying to yourself and it's yourself giving yourself a lie to that test and then there's like the little easter eggs of the omen cups that are just sitting on the table yeah you know and it's and the, a
0: fuzzy image so you can't
1: really yeah, see it and initially like, yeah and like i kind of made it like intentional where it wasn't like so in your face about like yeah. even the photo shoot like we didn't even go for like we didn't go for obvious like in your face yeah like, oh, here's the picture of the guy wearing the shirt just standing there with his arms at his side. It was, like, you in the bread aisle and, like, you know, (laughs) us at the conveyor belt at Vincent's, like, you know, with the bag on there. And, like, I'm just, like, with Nate. Like, just keep shooting, man. Just keep shooting. (laughs) Just keep shooting. We're going to find something here that's, like, worked. And, like, we had some really good intentional ones, and then we had some really good, like, I call them beautiful accidents yeah and like you know there's some beautiful accidents that came out of that shoot and even like the intentional stuff we did at soulard market which is another place that hits home for me because i worked there when i was a kid selling produce selling produce you know and you know we did it actually right by the stand um where i used to work at so like it was kind of cool um no that was sick and the message on the video yeah hey mark it's yourself (laughs) Oh, I love it. Stop being Uh, a little bitch. Oh, I love that. (laughs) I always, I love the part where you laugh at yourself too. You're like, I know, could be a little bitch. I could. I I like cracking up.
0: I couldn't help it.
1: Yeah, and I was like, you know, and then, but yeah, like even all the little tiny details on the bag, like the little hidden message under the fold, and yeah, I think think there's a bunch of cool little stuff. But I always try throwing those little Easter eggs in because I've learned like a lot of people buy into yeah so those, when they find it when they find it that
0: person yeah becomes a bigger fan
1: yeah like even like even in like my presentations like sometimes i'll uh i'll hide a little easter egg on which one's my favorite yeah and like people be now everybody's gonna be looking you picked that one that wasn't my favorite now you're gonna know yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. but yeah like i always even like hide a little easter egg because people typically ask like after i get done like presenting some work they'll be like yo which one was your favorite and like I'll tell them if they pick the one that was my favorite and I typically like build my decks around which one is my favorite you know because like I try to point people in the I try to point people in the best direction I don't try to let the client the client knew what he was doing then client wouldn't come to me you know it's kind of like so you know I try to point people in the right direction and you know stake stake my claim as the expert and that's why they're here but yeah I always hide like a little easter egg on which one which one was my favorite, yeah. and when they see it, it's, it pretty, it's pretty funny.
0: Well, it actually probably makes it hard for you designing the way that you do. It probably takes a little bit more time during sometimes than it does in other times. Yeah, like, yeah I know yeah, the yeah. quit lying yourself kind of came to you really quick. <laughs> yeah, but then like when when I sit around and I you know chop it up with you thinking about like okay, let's do another design. It's not like. It's not like they just come easy because they all ha- they have to have that tie in. They've got to make They do, gotta they got to make, make sense. They got to make sense.
1: And that's always my thing is like that's like my rule of thumb. I was like, "Well, how does this make sense? Like what's the message behind this?" Or yeah. like, "How are we going to spin this to actually like hits home with somebody where they have that, like, oh, fuck moment or that aha moment where they're just like, oh, shit, that's... Yeah, I get it now. And then they kind of see it. And then that, like, gets them to buy into it because, like, people... You buy into it because there's like some intention yeah and they can see like oh there's like this guy put some thought behind this shit not like this guy just went online and like maybe down like a lot of people go on shutterstock and download like five random ass logos and then just put the company name next to it and they're like oh what what's the idea behind this you know they're yeah like, you're like oh well you know that'll look good <laughs> <And> you're like <laughs> uh, okay <laughs> uh <clears throat> yeah so you know like I try to put a lot of attention a lot of time I, I put time behind every design I genuinely do and like I I try to like think of a story behind every every little detail and I think that's you know kind of that's what makes it yeah it's kind of made me you know semi-successful um <laughs> doing and, right. and doing all right yeah man but yeah man I, I mean like I also love what I do you know and um you know this is kind of this is what I wanted to do I didn't want to I didn't want to be a Chiropractor and an accountant, you know. I'm I love chiropractors. Design. Shout out to my to my uncle. <laughs> yeah. They almost talked me into being a chiropractor. They do great. They're yeah, awesome they do well. People. Um, you know, but yeah, man, like, yeah, I I, I kind of led with uh with with what I was like passionate when I was around and like you know I I enjoy going to work yeah. most days, ninety percent awesome. of think, the days. I, I, I love that's, that's the key. Yeah, it really love is. what you do. You <laughs> can love what you do. You'll never work a day, and a lot of people say that, and it sounds so fucking cliche and cheesy, but honestly, it's the truth. If I have honestly, love, I have a love hate with that saying because it's like bro, you will, I'll, you're gonna hate some days. I work hard, yeah. you know, like it's there, not to say that you. I work hard. Some days know? I'm working on like a 50 page PowerPoint, and I'm like, man, I'm really sitting in here in Microsoft PowerPoint today. Yeah, and I'm like, I hate today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. those are the days I don't look forward to. But there's the days where I get excited about something, and man, like it shows. And like,
0: you know, and like even you told me just the other day you were like, man, that design we were talking about the quit line yourself launch and you were like, man, that really pulled me out of a a funk a funk it did because it did. you
1: you had been designing a whole bunch of shit that was just not yeah it's just vanilla. yeah and that's part of the game you know like you don't you're not gonna love everything but the goal would be to love everything you do but th- there's there's days you you do things that you know you're not as attached to so yeah that would yeah it did man the quit lying to yourself thing so that it it hits home for me because honestly like i was in a i was in a a solid little funk where i was just like almost a little bit and a lot of designers go through where they get robotic and they're just spitting out work spitting out work you know but like when you get something that like you love and you kind of remind yourself you're like oh shit like i'm i'm good at this and like You know, and like, I, I remember this feeling. I remember these like endorphins, like when you look at a, I think that's like the thing about, about my industry or any kind of creative industry or any kind of industry where you see like an end product. Yeah. And like, when you sit back and you look at that end product and you're like, you know, it could be like. A barista when they 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 nail drink. that latte art and mm-hmm. you're just looking at it you're like oh fuck I nailed
0: that one. Well you well you look at and the you, customer look at yeah it. and then when you, you look see at the customer and look then at it you see their
1: reaction yeah. and then you get that reaction and then you know it's like this whole like endorphin release and the dopamines and you're just like nice little overwhelming feeling you know, yeah. Like, oh shit like that one was good and then, like, that brings you back to like the love of the craft yeah that's why I like it yeah, yeah and this is why I like it for this you know. You've uh,
0: you've become a pretty big part of the of the community that we're building here. At least when I mention you to any of the guys, they know who I'm talking about. Yeah. you know. Um, and so I guess to you know before we we, we wrap it up, I just you know you've been a part, you're a big part of the com- community. You come to the men's group. You, you do the, the, you, you start with the running group every Saturday. Yeah. When we do the socials, you're there. When we have these cigar nights, you're there. So yeah. Um, yeah. I don't know. Just talk about sort of, you know, discover an omen, what you see happening. And then like, um, you know, just you're born and raised in St. Louis and St. Louis, in my opinion, I'm not, I've only been here five years, but it had been sort of in like a lull, you know, maybe, maybe, yeah. maybe, uh, it's, it seems to be getting better, but it's definitely got a lot of room for improvement just culturally as a city. So like some of the stuff that you see that, that maybe St. Louis needs and, and, and what becoming a part of our community here has sort of been.
1: Yeah, man. I th- I think the thing with Omen is, is there's a lot of, I think this place has attracted a lot of like-minded people. Yeah. Like you, you're sitting here with Jack, mm-hmm. Jack's off camera, but Jack's a like-minded person, entrepreneur, killer, killer, yeah. you know, good guy. Gr- I mean, you great know. hair. Yeah. Great hair. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, but, uh, you know, another like-minded person. Then we got like Derek and Jack, Two young killers. Love those guys. Like, they're just, you know, you can see them. They're daily working on their craft. You got a guy like James Gleason. You could see his energy and his glow radiates when he comes in the building and, you know, gives you a big hug and says how you're doing. Yeah. You know, and you got guys like you know even zach and connor you know those guys got me into jujitsu you know and they like welcomed me into another community and you got like lined to people that are always like you know kind of driving and then we have you you know as a as a leader here that's pushing that idea and always staying on top of it and bringing these people together like you always say like it it, it takes a village yeah you know and like it honestly like it does take a village and like once you get that village of like-minded people, you know, and like even shout out to, you know, like Lao, you know, with the women's group, oh, and, she's you kid. know, and, and Lao's great. Lao brings that nice little bit of energy. And then you've got grace as well. That also brings that nice, you know, yeah. joy, granny, grace, you yeah. know, granny, grace, granny, grace, yeah. you know, she's granny, grace, AKA G unit, AKA, G- AKA. Yeah.
0: Yeah. <laughs> you know,
1: like you've got all these, like these great personalities and these, you know, these people that like you, you look forward to seeing. And then like, you always know, like there's going to be, you're you you get inspired being around yeah you know like because that you know like it'd be like you got a village of people that are uninspired that are you know sleeping in till 12 and blah blah blah, blah and yeah binging netflix yeah you know
0: which hey more power to you more that's power
1: to you if you pull it off and then you got like this group that's like up early grinding and a bunch of self you know entrepreneurs and a you know a bunch of solid business people that are like-minded you know and then yeah. like you get in with that group and um there's that vibration yeah there's that vibration you know where everybody's doing something and it, you know like there's Kinda no makes way you want to do more <clears throat> yeah it makes you want to do more and I'm like there's no way you couldn't come in and sit with these people and not feel that that vibe and yeah. be motivated as well if you could sit in a room of like hustlers and grinders and killers like you say and not get that contagious vibe yeah there's no way it can't rub off on you, and if it doesn't rub off on you, then you know it just ain't meant to be for you. Well, well, you know? what I was just yeah. <laughs> if you it. reject it, then cool. I know I know where y'all are at. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's cool, man. We need people like we that. need people like that because those too. people yeah. are doing the shit that I don't want to do. <laughs> yes. You know.
0: <clears throat> <clears throat> um, when I think about St. Louis as a whole, I mean, Grace and I opened St. Louis here, or excuse me, opened Omen here um, on purpose. You know, yeah. when I when I left my my previous career we honestly probably could have went anywhere that we wanted. Yeah. Um, and I really intentionally started Omen here because I felt like one St. Louis has so much potential, man. It's just, it's a, it, it's a creative hub. It's a food hub. There's a lot of private money here. There's a life. It's, it's yeah. centrally located in, in a lot the of U- family owned stuff. A lot of exactly. A lot of private money. That's what I mean by that. There's a lot yeah. of small businesses of good small business economies here. Yeah. But you know, it just it, it also is very clicky, is what I had yeah. uh, what I had observed. Yeah. You know the the blacks stay with the blacks. The gays have their a, a pretty strong community here as yeah. well. You've got you know Vietnamese you've stay got, in the well, Vietnamese. Whole, well, yeah. yeah,
1: Bosnians and, have their area. Well, not you know? only
0: ethnically, but you have whole <clears> neighborhoods yeah. that are also everybody knows, like oh, all the all the liberals live over here and yeah. all the conservatives and all the, you yeah. know, you, you, it's, it's, it's clicky. It's clicky in many ways. Yeah. And I just, but I, but I still, I see the potential and I'm like, man, there's gotta be, you know, a place where people could come and you know be who they want to be but be on the same page about the things that are in all of our best interests you know and it it seems like that's starting to happen here and then also i think that there's something to be said about um about people who want to contribute to their community right and make it a better place but like you need everybody thinks money is the most powerful thing right like i think that the only real leverage is is social leverage is people is when you have people at your back yeah you can have all the money in the world but if nobody moves when you say move it's hard to, it's hard to get something done and so i also think that yeah. if there's some people who are genuinely invested in st louis and they want to make st louis a good city and a good place to live for everybody if we can get them all under the same roof man what's happening is cool because you mentioned jack and and Derek, you mentioned Connor, you mentioned you, you uh, this jack here. Everybody's got a new business yeah. too, you know? And yeah. eventually we're gonna need money in order yeah. to in order to invest in the community, but we're also gonna need people and people that thing, I feel like happen.
1: Yeah, I mean you got you got to, and like it also goes back to that <clears throat> that mindset where you gotta have a mindset where you're actually if you're happy for other people's success and you surround yourself with successful people and you're not like gluttonous or yeah hateful or got that hater in you where you're just like well how did he get that yeah yeah. like well where did he come from like you know like you're just like yo if my friends are successful i'll be successful you know if my friend's making a hundred million maybe i'll make one million with him Yep, you know and like it's just sometimes like if he's going to be successful and he's driving business he'll bring business you know Mm -hmm. and like i i try to be as happy as you know i've got i've got a to a couple friends that are hyper successful and they've regardless of like whatever sector they work in, they've always tried to bring me along and say, all right, like I got my friend Pat or Woody or whatever they you. call yeah. me, yeah. you know, and they'll say, you know, like one of my good friends, that, you know, that works in the finance sector. He's always trying to plug me in here and yeah. there with, with stuff. And it's like, you know, like, man, like, instead of being like, well, how'd they get there? Or how'd this person get there? Or how's, how's, you know, how's Jack making so much Mm -hmm. and how's James doing this and how's, what's, you know, I'm just like, yo man, hype them people up. Most people will hype you
0: up and like, you know, like there's also something to be said about, I think, Traditionally, people have this like individualistic mindset where they yeah. just got to do it on their own. But even take it a step further, a lot of people have like one best friend, like think Jack and Derek, yeah. right? Yeah. Where they're like fully invested in each other's yeah. success and they're yeah. trying to, but I think it takes, we're trying to take that. 10 steps further to where you have 40 people in a room yeah. that you're working hard trying to make all of them win. It's, by, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. just you and your friend against the world. It's, it's all of us, our village against the, the world, so to speak. Um, cool, man. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm, I, all I can say is I'm super grateful that you're a part of the community and um, part of my life specifically, you and Cece have been great for Grace yeah. and I, you know. Well, um, it's mutual brother.
1: It's, no, honestly, it's mutual because yeah. uh, I would say um you guys definitely came at like a great at perfect timing yeah you know like some a lot of doors closed and you know uh an awesome door opened and uh yeah man i got i got a lot of love for you and grace i, I appreciate really it. do yeah you it's know? definitely
0: mutual man um i appreciate you coming on today yeah uh, you know this is great and uh this cigar Hits it always every, hits man hits every time now every we gotta time. now we gotta get back to work so we can smoke yep. another one sometimes yeah. <laughs> um all right guys thanks a lot for listening
1: and uh yeah where i mean do you want people to i mean where can people find yeah find me on instagram um punch in uh south Twelfth or are punching um patrick would he Yeah, would he? But but it'll be a picture of me with my Uncle Rico, me Steve Jobs photo. (laughs) But yeah, man, um, you can find me on Instagram. And that's, you know, I keep a lot of my work on there. And you kind of get the idea of my vibe. And if it's something that matches or you're looking for, give me a holler. I'm always. Yeah, either on Instagram or at the shop. Or at the shop. Yeah. Approach me. I'm that guy. Always wearing. Practically the same thing every day with a Vincent's hat on. That's right. All black, with a, all black with a Vincent's <laughs> some hat. nice sneakers. <laughs> some nice sneakers most days. <laughs> uh, all right,
0: man. <clears throat> See you guys next time.